welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, a podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. Biggest news this week by far would have to be Apollo and the acquisition of Atlas for a record $2.9 billion. The Atlas fleet just shy of 90 aircraft composed of 747s, 777s, 767s, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, 737s as well. What is billions of dollars worth of aircraft. Uh, something that's truly remarkable uh, to see. We have exclusive content on CargoFacts.com that to provide you more in-depth detail about the freighter aircraft involved in the deal and the pricing of these models. But that wasn't the only breaking news item involving a major cargo carrier. Uh, was that, Rob? No, but just reflecting back on Atlas, $2.9 billion. Wow. Can you spare, brother, a couple of dollars? I mean, really? <laughs> Moving forward, UPS recently demonstrated its desire to increase its fleet when it released its Form 8K for the second quarter reporting, and it indicated they had an option for two additional 747-8Fs. Now, wait a minute. Jeff and I were discussing this earlier, and if my memory serves me correct, they said in 2020 that they were not interested in adding in additional options as they had uh, solidified their orders, their final remaining 12, and just recently took their 28th delivery earlier this year. So that's... Uh, Quite a uh, turn of events there as we uh, now look forward to see where they're going to get those aircraft options from, considering Boeing will not be producing anymore after it delivers its final 747-8F to Atlas, who just recently got uh, purchased by Apollo. Moving forward on the next subject matter of news at hand, KMAX has now officially become the third freighter operator to operate 737-800s out of the Georgian airspace as they recently got their AOC certified. So congratulations to them as they move forward into our freighter operations. And in other interesting news, Air Canada has surprised us once again, making headlines by placing orders for two new 777Fs, uh, which my colleague Jeff, who was the head editor of our steamed Cargo Facts uh, publishing, will go ahead to provide more details. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we were all pretty surprised to see uh, this Air Canada deal and it's it's really impressive um, to see all this growth uh, and actually interestingly it's not just Air Canada because fellow Canadian carrier CargoJet is also undergoing uh, you know an unprecedented phase of, of growth and expansion um, but going back to Air Canada first um, yeah they ordered uh, two new 777 freighters from Boeing the existing 777s um, and of course they are already in the process of expanding their 767 freighter fleet, they now have two um, on lease from cargo aircraft management, but they've also started converting their own uh, 767s from their passenger fleet. And so obviously they have uh, larger international aspirations for these uh, 777s, um, but you know, well, you have to wonder whether they're looking um, you know, from medium wide bodies, they went to large wide bodies. Well, what about the other direction? Are they possibly also looking at smaller freighters as well? Um, we'll see. But uh, this, again, is just 
generally Canada has been um, really seeing its carriers uh, growing the, the greater portions of their fleets. Um, and like I was saying earlier, cargo jet, um, as we know, is doing triple seven, three hundreds and two hundred uh, conversions of those. It continues to take more seven, five, seven and seven, six, seven conversions. Um, so, you know, and then there are a couple of other carriers in Canada uh, with turboprops and, and other regional freighters. So um, it is just uh, an unprecedented phase uh, of freighter growth for Canada. But staying on the subject of large white bodies, we got confirmation that uh, UAE-based Etihad Airways was behind the un previously unidentified firm order for seven A350 freighters. And I mean, I think we uh, we did say that Etihad was one likely candidate for um, that order. And I think it's, uh, yeah, because Etihad is is growing its passenger A350 fleet, and it's uh, they want. But you, we don't know whether they are using these to replace all of their triple uh, seven freighters, but um, you know, in any case, it's good to see them growing their freighter fleet again after having um, removed some A330s, um, one triple seven. Um, but of course, um, these will come, um, you know, at least 20, 27 or 28. So um, it's still good nonetheless and uh, good win, another good win for, for Airbus. If it's a reflection of growing confidence in the market, didn't they also suggest on the passenger side, which I'm a cargo facts journalist, I wouldn't, I don't know too much about the passenger market here, but didn't they also um uh, and at restarting passenger service for their A380? Well, I'm not certain of that, but what I will say is we've been witnessing a lot of big aircraft coming back into the fold. So like the uh, mag like the publishing cargo facts itself, you know, you got to go big. That's how we do over here in the air freight industry. <laughs> That's, certainly. I, I mean, we're always forward looking. Um, uh, and this is a sentiment that was I first discussed um, at Cargofax Consulting with our freighter outlook at EMEA. But we more and more when you look into the years ahead, you're seeing more demand for um, these wide body aircraft. We're always tracking these orders. But in the immediate short term, we have a couple of narrow body deliveries that I'm I'm really excited for. Um, I know I'm keeping track for um, Merck's Aviation, which should receive a 737-800, um, having been converted uh, by AEI, and I'm I'm excited to see uh, that was that was that was scheduled for um, August, and we hope to um, to see movement on that in the next coming days or weeks. Um, same to be said for Indigo, the A321. Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong. This would be their first freighter aircraft, uh, or a first A321? Yes, uh, because, yes, it would be the first freighter aircraft with Indigo, and that's incredibly exciting. Um, again, yet another passenger airline expanding into freighters and uh, with an A321 at that. So, you know, it's interesting. And more more traffic in India. Yes, because, uh, yeah, I was going to say we've uh, done a couple of stories recently on India um, as a whole. And, yeah, 
we're seeing quite a bit of freighter growth there as well. So, and you know that really is kind of reflective of how strong the market uh, outlook is for the next couple of years. Uh, seeing how the majority of the carriers were pre, uh, a passenger passenger side of operations were uh, cutting back on their uh, quad engine wide bodies just to kind of give the twin engine operations more uh, priority. So, you know, of course, that was going to reduce the belly freight capacity. But with these uh, carriers now coming into the operation with their own variants, it's just really clearly seeing that there is going to be a need for uh, low sustainability as far as moving cargo in the near future. So it looks really, really strong from that from that outlook. We can only hope and see and report. And when we report, uh, if you follow us on CargoFacts.com, you'll be the first to read it. Um, and with that, I want to say that that's all the time that we have for today. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect. For more multimedia content like this, check out CargoFacts.com and search Cargo Facts Connect on iTunes and Spotify. Join us again next time.